0: So glad to have you. It's the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. So if you're out there driving already on the roads, please, please be safe. Uh, Okay. Marquee game for Thursday, Perloff. Mm-hmm. Middle game. We got three great games, actually. No duds this year, which is awesome. But the middle game, of course, is going to be Dallas and the New York Giants, which is a big one, especially because and things have cooled off a little bit on the Giants just because they lost so badly this week to the Lions, of all people, at home. However... I think the Lions have gotten better, so I don't know how embarrassing that loss actually was. I yeah, that's a good point. I don't know that's an embarrassing loss. Yeah. Um, but right now, the Dallas Cowboys are a huge favorite in this game. Nine-and-a-half-point favorite. What do you think about that spread?
1: I think they can't even make it big enough. I it, What was it, eight? It open at eight, I believe. I'm looking at the Giants' injuries, and it's ridiculous. It's getting They're becoming like the Chargers and the Broncos, everybody is out. They just announced Daniel Bellinger. Tight end is out. I think John Feliciano, the center, is out now. And there's all these questionables. Here's the problem. I know it's Thanksgiving. You forget it's a Thursday game.
0: Yeah, it's a short week.
1: So it's a short week. So if a guy is a game-time decision, don't you think the Giants looking big picture say, well, we're not going to win this game in Dallas. We're going to hold him out. So I think they sort of... I think they concede this game before it even happens, man. I don't see it being even close.
0: Uh, how, can, how can the Giants afford to concede any game? They already lost to the Cowboys once. I know they're not probably competing for the division. That's going to be the Cowboys and the Eagles. But if you're really trying to make the playoffs this year and try to snap this, dr- this drought that the Giants are in, you can't mail in any games.
1: I think it's not a really... Mailing in, I'm not sure, is a fair term because if there's a guy who you're not sure he's a game-time decision... Don't you think it makes sense to give him 10 days of rest after this to gear up for the re- second part of the season? It's not it's so it's not mailing in it's long term. It's really helpful to those injured
0: guys. okay, but I'm looking at the am looking at the NFC and I'm yep. looking at the playoff standings right now so you got your Eagles, then the Vikings, Dallas Cowboys. here are the Giants in terms of just record. they would be they have the fourth best record, excuse me fifth one two three no fourth best record in the NFC. Behind them, who's coming up strong? San Francisco 49ers. They're going to win their division most likely. And then Seattle, Washington Commanders are coming on strong. You counting out Tampa Bay, they're going to probably win their division. Atlanta, Detroit, You have a. this is going to be a dogfight to make the playoffs. I think that the Giants have to feel like they've got to just run Saquon Barkley. Yep. It cannot be the Daniel Jones show. They have proven that if Daniel Jones has to throw the ball like more than 35 times, you're probably in, in bad shape.
1: Yeah, I just think that philosophy wise, totally agree. Try and slow down the game. Just one of those Thursday games where you come in injured and just nothing you can do. I'm looking at the depth chart in the Giants. It is there's so much red for questionable or out. It is barely it's barely even a real team right now. I think they have real worries here. I mean, we know about the wide receivers on the turf, but that seems just like the tip of the iceberg. I do not know. How they're going to hang in there against that giant uh, Cowboys pass rush? Injured linemen, injured offensive linemen, injured cornerbacks. There is so many problems right here. I, I want you to find me, Maggie, one expert who picks the Giants. I bet <laughs> there is not going to be a single um, one.
0: Someone in New York probably will, but the so here is the thing about the Giants: like the magic carpet ride for them might actually be over. Yeah, definitely, because you know right now, obviously they're sitting there at uh, what are they seven and three, right? Look at what happens. They're at Dallas then Washington, which is not going to be any kind of walkover, then your Philadelphia Eagles, Washington again, then you're at Minnesota, then you're playing Indianapolis. Suddenly that's not a walkover. Finish the season at Philadelphia. Now maybe you have a prayer. Maybe Philly's resting their players, something like that, if you really need that win. But this feels like the wheels might are going to come off here for the New York Giants. Right,
1: and I think they're thinking that way. So I think if there's anybody who's questionable for Thursday at 4.30, he sits and they gear up for that Washington game that if you have to pick your battle sometimes Maggie, and this is not one they're going to win. Maybe I'm totally underselling the giants. I have done that all year, but watching what happened in Detroit. Yeah. I do not see how they're going to hang with Dallas. Dallas is going to be amped up for this game. Tony Pollard is going to be running like a man on fire. Like he's been doing all season. I just don't see the scenario where this is even an entertaining close game.
0: Well, and that's really been like the sort of bugaboo for the Giants. For as good as they've played, they've kind of, you know, overachieved for where they are right now. They've gotten a little bit lucky on some things, but they have been really susceptible To the run. I mean, just against uh, even the Detroit Lions, you know, you had Jamal Williams, 64 yards. You had Jackson, 66 yards. Swift with 20 yards only on five attempts. Like, you're able to get to them on the ground a little bit. And I wonder about Tony Pollard, who does more than just run the ball.
1: How do you get beyond the injuries, though? You're uh, you're talking about the game as if this isn't a mass unit for the Giants. Like that's yeah, that's a Giants up until this point. But this, I, so many players. I see the list of guys who didn't practice today. It's twelve deep.
0: Well. I was also thinking, what's the latest on Micah Parsons? Has they said anything about him? Because he looked a little shaken up at the end of the Vikings game.
1: I think we would know more. I think we would have heard Micah Parsons, Thanksgiving game, national TV audience. Do you think Micah Parsons is not going to be out there? He is was there
0: limited any... in practice, but now Demarcus Lawrence has an illness, apparently.
1: Yeah. Do you think Micah Parsons if with one leg would get out there in front <laughs> of those cameras? No player in the NFL loves a big times camera like that. Micah Parsons will be out there. We would have heard a lot more if he wasn't going to play. Well, I mean, I don't the they stakes need are I just as don't think as high they need. For,
0: for Saquon Barkley. Who's trying to complete this like really great comeback from having you know some injury plagued seasons? He's going to want to put up a huge game.
1: What's he going to do with that O line in front of him? I mean that lack of O line in front of him because of injuries. He's
0: so, still got his he's still got his tackles.
1: Well, Andrew Thomas in practice today illness and center John Feliciano's hurt and then uh, Evan Neal is questionable too. Although Evan Neal, I don't know if the rookie. Yeah, he's sort of a borderline starter anyway. He doesn't really have much in front of him. It, it's going to be bad, Maggie. I'd like, pick the Giants. Somebody, I want to hear somebody pick the Giants, but I just can't see the path. I can't even see the path for this being an interesting game. I feel like we're going to get a big-time nap during Man. this window.
0: So, what, last time they played, it was it was a close game. Cooper Rush, obviously, was the quarterback, mm-hmm. so it was a little bit different. Dallas beat uh, the Giants in New York, and I believe it was 23-17, something like that. So, it was actually a pretty close game. Yeah. Um, Score wise, yeah, this one's probably a blowout.
1: What about so? Which game is going to be good? I know we're going to. I gonna think gonna spend the Bills game mark. is
0: going to be good. I don't think yeah. that they're not blowing people out. That's for sure. I mean, I know the score got away a little bit with with uh, Cleveland last week, but for the most part, like
1: they're still they're know.
0: still working their way through.
1: Then nighttime Patriots at Vikings. Ooh, that's interesting too.
0: That's only going one of two ways.
1: I don't see the Vikings don't blow out anyway. The Vikings cannot blow out a team. If they get up by three touchdowns, they will let that other team right back in. <laughs> yeah, they I, always do that.
0: I know, but I don't know if the Patriots have the kind of offense that can get back into a game.
1: Vikings don't care. They, don't <laughs> let, they will let anyone in. I, I don't see them jumping out. I don't know about the Vikings. That's I another think the Vikings are test gonna, game.
0: I think the Vikings are going to jump all over. Oof. I mean, right. how do you not like you just got embarrassed by the Dallas Cowboys. It was like one of the worst losses. You see like all the historical markers. Yeah, it was yeah. like the worst loss. And since blah, blah, blah. It was crazy. And so I think they have to come out and make a statement here they're, the
1: they're not that good a team, though. I know their record. They're just not... They're not... They're, as everyone is... People are calling them one of the worst eight and two teams in NFL history. That's a little harsh. Yeah. I am not saying that. But no, I don't see that one getting out of hand. To me, the most likely blowout by far is that middle game.
0: What time do you guys eat? We are late. Yeah.
1: We eat around dinner time. Yeah. Four or five.
0: Okay. So I used to eat, eat late also yeah. when it was just my family before I got married. We'd eat at like seven.
1: Yeah, we're like six.
0: Okay. Most people eat, I think, between what, two and four?
1: I, I believe so. I, I think that's tradition.
0: Samter, what time do you guys eat? About four o'clock. Okay. I know people, my best friend, they eat at noon. Like they'll eat as yeah. this game's kicking off. We, yeah, but, uh, if you eat at noon, you have to
2: like start preparing things at like 6 a.m.
0: I, I I mean, yeah, I don't noon, think my friends do. No <laughs> my friend's not preparing yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. She just shows up.
1: Uh, we we have a tradition. We do cheesesteaks for lunch from Larry's, which happens to be open that day for some bizarre reason. So we do cheesesteaks, and then big cheesesteak at noon, twelve thirty. <laughs> watch about a half hour of the Lions game, drooling all over myself. all No, this is at my parents' house. We stay in Philly, drooling all over myself and wondering what happened in this weird game because <laughs> it's always a weird game.
0: Wait a minute, you you warm up for Thanksgiving yeah, yeah. with a cheesesteak
1: tradition. Unlike I, I any other. I go the other.
2: opposite. I basically fast for 24 hours before the meal.
0: Yeah, that's, I think, what most people do. You don't go heavy you on go the premium. cheesecake before
2: the turkey? Cheese
0: steak.
1: Cheese steak.
2: What would I say?
0: <laughs> you said cheesecake.
2: Oh, That wow. sounds amazing, too. <laughs> <laughs> cheesecake yeah. does sound really but good, But a
0: cheesesteak is unlike any other, like, of those kind of foods. Like, a cheesesteak is like eating a bomb. It just, like, sits there.
1: Yeah, I know. It's awesome. It's
0: like a brick.
1: Yeah. This is the best.
0: And then you put a Thanksgiving dinner on top of oh, that? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, I'm a big eater. Yeah. No, we we go to town in the Perloff household. We also have like 14 entrees and I pretty much eat all day long.
0: Oh my gosh. I kind of like a newfound respect for your family because like (laughs) everyone's really thin. How do you guys put away all this food?
1: I have no idea. I mean... My mom, in recent years, has become a Costco shopper.
0: Yeah. So,
1: you know, there's no small salmon filet. It's basically a salmon filet that can feed a village.
0: Yeah. And Everything's a banquet.
1: Yeah, there's there's so much food. It's all from Costco. Yeah. And it's whatever Costco hors d'oeuvres are available. And they they seem to come out all day long. <laughs> wow.
0: Carol, good yeah, job no, no, no. out you
1: of got, you. Are you going to be in Philly?
0: Yeah, we're going to be in well, Philly.
1: Do you want to come over? No. Sure. I, can I bring eggs?
0: can I bring 15 of the other people with me? Yeah, <laughs> Oh, my
1: parents would love it. We can watch Bills. Oh no, actually though, no, that's it. oh, you have an awkward situation. Bills Lions. Did you like to be alone for the Bills games?
0: I know, I don't like to watch them in front of other people. Um, yeah. Uh, going to be Are you going to
1: be able me. to enjoy your meal? Like could you basically and if they lose to the Lions, are you going to be able to eat Thanksgiving dinner?
0: That's what I was thinking, I should eat early because afterwards like my stomach gets all in knots if they lose. And sometimes I can't tell if I want to eat everything or nothing at all.
2: You know? <laughs> so, so if their game's at what, 1230? 1230. It'll so, be over. So how <laughs> How early is early? Are you eating at like 9 a.m. having a turkey and <laughs> yeah. stuffing it?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going into the kitchen, pushing people out of the way and eating. Um no, and, and we have some people connected to the Bills in our situation, so yeah. it's going to be it's gonna be tense.
2: I'm still floored by this, eating a cheesesteak before your Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm floored by this.
0: I'm shocked by but it, we, too. We, I don't know anyone else who does something but, like, like that. Like,
2: eating something light and airy, like eggs in the morning, just to kind of, like, get your stomach going. Yeah, but set a, a cheesesteak. I know. Before turkey and
1: yeah, stuffing but, and but cranberry the one sauce. Thing, we're like, Maggie, we eat really late. We, you know, it's a meal time. Yeah, I, I don't know, and I don't, honestly... I'm expecting 4.30 starter Giants Cowboys. I expect it to be over by 6 p.m. So I will just put that game on ignore wow. and then come back. Uh, the good thing is, that for some bizarre reason, Christmas we do in Boston and my parent, uh, my in-laws, yeah, they never have NFL Network and they have no access to NFL Network. <laughs> so I've never seen the 820 Christmas Day game. But I do get to see Patriots, Vikings. I assume that's NFL Network still. Or is that NBC? No, it's NBC. It's It's NBC. So that that game I get to see. Although I have to be totally honest. That game, I get so tired by the end. Like, you need real endurance to get through the nighttime Thanksgiving game.
0: It's so true. That last game, it's like a war of attrition. It's like, whose eyelids can possibly stay open for this?
1: Yeah. I mean, that's going to be... Six hours after your Bills play, are you going to be there for that one? Energetic?
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we might be driving at the time, so I'll probably listen to it on the radio.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're commuting. It, it,
0: yeah. It is
2: important for the Bills, too. I mean, that Patriots game is going to say a lot. So, I, I mean, mean like you're, at least you're invested emotionally in something. All of it. Um, I'm
0: more invested in the games than I am the meal or any of the family <laughs> I'm going to see. So if, <laughs> probably if, shouldn't if
2: on say Thanksgiving that out loud. you can choose the meal or the football, you get to only have one. What do you go with?
1: Mm, God, the football's really fun. I know. It's really fun to just zone yeah, out. Yeah, but Thanksgiving's
0: like one of the best meals of the year.
2: One of What's a better meal than Thanksgiving? Uh, but the thing about football... I mean, a
0: lot of people like Christmas would usually do like prime rib or something like yeah. that.
2: But the thing
1: about football that is so valuable, though... If you have a bigger Thanksgiving meal, you always want to get out of a conversation. Say politics comes <laughs> up or something, oh, gosh. you need an out. Oh. I have to. Get, I work in sports. I have to go in the other room and check the TV. Yeah, that I, has been getting me by for
0: years, dude. You're so right about that. Such and a great call. I, I can't believe that, like, like people are still asking me inappropriate questions or like bringing up like, are we still bringing up politics at at family gatherings, we can't be doing that, right? Oh,
2: you have no idea. Our family gatherings and like everyone loves each other, but there's so much division between the two sides that it's just like you. Tra- but don't you, tra- you know
0: to stay away at this point? It's
2: like you're talking about turkey, and then somebody brings up Trump, or like you're yeah. talking about stuffing, and then somebody makes some joke about the left or the right. Re- it just it it feeds into that direction, no matter what you're talking about.
0: Man, it's By a way, minefield,
1: Mr. Jets fan. Where were you ten years ago uh, on that that late game? What what has I feel like something <laughs> happened
2: oh, today? Oh yeah, the, the Patriots had a had a very impressive victory, a, de- <laughs> yes. a
1: defensive victory, and didn't yeah. Mark Sanchez fumble the ball once?
2: Uh, well, Mark Sanchez probably had a few fumbles in his career. I can't remember all of them because yeah. they were all pretty insignificant. To you know, I noticed the that like you,
0: you're the one who collects all the sound every day, and we notice that usually on important anniversaries, you might want to grab some sound. But I notice it's not anywhere.
2: Oh, you mean when, when the band is out in the field like that important anniversary? <laughs> yeah, right. When we yeah. did that with Amy
0: Trask yeah. for the for the big game. No, how about this? Add a little insult to Samter's uh, butt fumble. How about this? So there was a tweet that went out. After the Jets lost to the Patriots, that shows like a very obvious play where Zach Wilson misses a receiver mm-hmm. and instead, I think, takes a sack or whatever, just whatever. Terrible play by Zach Wilson. And it got posted. And not one, but two, Jets players liked the tweet. And then both of them had to walk it back today by saying they accidentally liked the tweet. That's yeah. impossible. The, the, there's no way that happened. You didn't accidentally like the tweet. You both liked the tweet. It was sauce Gardner and it was John Franklin Myers. And then they both had to like, basically tweet out a retraction. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so good.
1: Yeah. I, I, I feel like Zach Wilson's getting a little ridiculous. Honestly, is he, is he own team?
0: That's not the media. You can't blame the media for this one. That's two I know, his, yards but it's per loft, gap. two yards. You
1: have to admit there is a lot of history here where, Things tend to go wrong more than they go right. Right,
2: but it's two
0: yards.
2: Like, a bad running back gets two yards in his sleep. Like, if, if you're the worst running back in NFL history, you're getting, like, three yards per carry. So one rushing play should have gotten you two yards. They got two yards of offense. It's unfathomable to even think about the potential of what that means in the grand scheme of the actual modern day of football.
0: They it's, averaged it's, two point seven inches per play in the second in the second half. More punts than completions. It is
2: scary. So, like, had you asked me after that Patriots game, the first one, we had three picks. Is he that bad? I would say, you know what, Belichick knows how to confuse young quarterbacks. One of the throws he was trying to get out of bounds. The other throw was just ill advised. This game is inexcusable. After this game, he I never want to see picks Zach Wilson. In this game.
0: He should have three picks he in this game. He should
2: have game. 27 picks in this game. He's the worst quarterback in the NFL right now. But wait, didn't he beat the Bills a couple weeks ago? The defense D- beat the Bills. It doesn't matter. But
1: did he play badly in that game? Particularly badly. He was kind of neutral, He played
2: right? well enough to not lose the game. He did They not also the ran game.
0: the ball right down the Bills. Like, that. they leaned on the run game. Yes. They got a lead, and they just ran the ball, ran the ball. The final drive, I believe, for the Jets, I don't think they completed a pass. I think it was like, or it was like 9 out of 10 were running plays. That was smart. It was yeah. a great game plan. The Bills' yeah, saf- uh, safeties were out, linebackers were hurt, and they just no ran, ran, ran. the ran. Jets
2: are winning because of Zach Wilson. I have not seen them win a single game because of Zach Wilson. I've seen them not lose games, maybe because of Zach Wilson, but not win anything.
1: Imagine if the Jets had a losing record where you guys would do this poor guy. <laughs>
2: no, if the Jets had a losing record, I'd be like, okay, business as usual. This is what they expected. Young, up-and-coming team. But we're seeing them mature at a... At a and listen, whatever Sauce says and does... Is cool by me, right? So if Sauce Gardner is throwing my quarterback under the bus, I'm throwing my quarterback under the bus. Sauce Gardner is going to go down as the greatest yeah. J- greatest Jet in See, history. This
0: is the thing the Jets fans have talked themselves into. Like this is a Super Bowl caliber defense. I think this is a very good defense. I don't know if it's a Super Bowl caliber defense, but it's a very good defense. And no, now but it's a playoff caliber defense. Yeah, it's a playoff caliber defense. And now like the offense isn't isn't holding up their end of the bargain. That's why people are ticked off.
1: I wish you guys could see how Jets fans are viewed nationally.
2: <laughs>
0: I, 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 I wish
1: you could see the way people talk about Jets fans. It's such, such condensation. It's, it, you have to admit, it's like the Larry David. Did you say of,
0: condensation? You know, <laughs> I mean, is, they, condescension? Condescension, yeah. yeah. I, guess.
1: I mean, yeah, I think that it's it's the team is is bad, but I honestly think probably it's considered like the biggest joke of a fan base. I hate it, and that comes off <laughs> wrong, but yeah like it's synonymous because (gasps) coming from an eagles
2: fan (gasps) coming from the eagles fan who these,
1: well, these guys like Greeny are always on the on the air making jokes about the Jets and how long they've suffered. Well, if you
0: don't joke, you're going to you would cry.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> joke it, of a it gets fan a lot is... of it that it gets a lot of attention because of that.
2: What are you saying that Fireman Ed is a joke to you? What is he, a
0: clown? <laughs> or is he a fireman? Yeah, he's he's a joke. 855-212-4CBS guy <laughs> gave up on the team a couple years ago. Now he gets to come back. 855-212-4227. All right. Well, now we know what Perloff really thinks about the Jets. Coming up next, the rumor driving Lane Kiffin absolutely mad. We'll get to that in just a moment. Don't move. More Maggie and Perloff straight ahead.
1: Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. So I have a question. We have two show polls up. Yep. Uh, Because the people voted on my side, does that mean I won the polls? Is that how these work?
0: Yeah, sure. But we have two polls. Yes. Did they win both?
1: I won both. Did you win both? I won both, but I feel like you gave me pretty easy winners. Because Kyle... One vote was, what what coach would you start a team around? And you guys, you and Sam are taking the 70-year-old Bill Belichick. Yep, definitely. I'm taking 42-year-old Kyle Shanahan. I don't feel like I'm winning because of coaching ability at all. (laughs) I'm winning solely because of age. Well,
0: I'm not taking just any 70-year-old coach. I'm taking the greatest coach to ever coach in the NFL.
1: Yeah, maybe lost his fastball.
0: He needed a punt
1: return to beat the Jets.
0: Listen, he got the punt return because Robert Sala, for some reason, or whoever the special team coach is, punted the ball straight down the middle instead of punting it out of bounds. Jets deserve to lose that game a hundred different ways.
2: How about Kyle Shanahan win a ring first before we anoint him? But how much time was left in that game? Twenty-five seconds when they punted it.
1: Twenty-five seconds when they punted it. Okay.
2: And they threw on third down in inches right beforehand. Like, what are you doing throwing on that play? Either (laughs) don't get me started. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, seriously, they should have lost that game several points, but
0: okay, what's yeah. the other, the other one
1: was who's the second best team in football and I'm maintaining it's still the Buffalo Bills um, and Maggie, you said it's a Niners, Yep, the Niners, uh, they're, Buffalo, Philadelphia, San Francisco, then Dallas, Dallas only 10%. I felt Surprise. like publicly viewed and that's what the Las Vegas odds are. They go pretty much exactly like that. But I'm curious why Dallas is perceived a little bit below San Francisco and Philadelphia.
0: Well, the reason why it's perceived lower on your timeline is because you have all these Philadelphia fans who yeah. won't vote for Dallas if, it, if it was Absolutely. their lives depend on it. Facts. So, but even on the Maggie Pro
1: timeline, it's third. I feel like they're jumbled up. All three teams are right next to each other. And they all remind me a little bit of each other, too. Uh, kind of, I, I don't know exactly what the quality is. I feel like Dallas and San Francisco can run down your throat. They all have great pass rushers. So it's going to be, it's going to be fun. Uh, but, don't give up on your bills, Maggie. I, I haven't feel given like they're
0: up playing, on anything.
1: They're playing, you're, you, I said they might blow out Detroit. You looked at me like I was crazy.
0: No, I just think that they're going through a little something right now. You know, mm-hmm. they need to find a little identity. He got snowed in. Had to leave his crazy stuff. And maybe that
1: was it. Maybe that maybe was the team bonding it. moment.
0: I, I Second so. half
1: of the Browns. Is Jordan Poyer playing or not? Because I want to know how to bet this game. I
0: have no idea. I
2: will say this, though. Like, if you look at our two polls, typically when Perloff would put up a poll in contrast of ours, like, the numbers are skewed one way or the other. We've seen, like, 60-40 the opposite way when our yeah. polls are at the same time. It is almost identical. He's got 55.7 for Kyle Shanahan. We have 55.6 for Kyle Shanahan. Our second-best team, It's we have 34% bills. He has 38% bills. Eagles and 49ers are basically tied on his. They are tied on ours. And it's about 10% for Cowboys slash other I'm but twelve percent. I'm sorry. I'm both of like The numbers are almost identical, despite his being clearly skewed and biased. Thank you, Steve Kornacki. Uh, okay,
0: so we've got to get to. I'm at the to, wall. I'm at the wall. <laughs> we've got to get to. All you're missing is the khakis. Uh, we got to get <laughs> I
1: did, to. I did have Kornacki energy. You, you were it? giving
0: me so much Kornacki. I thought you were about to tell me the yeah, numbers your from Cobb County. I thought
1: you rolled your sleeves up <laughs> and you had khakis on out know, of nowhere. I
0: thought we had a little break before the next uh, Kornacki. Anyway, uh, John Sokoloff is a news director uh at wcbi news he's the sports director there in starkville uh, Mississippi
1: yeah it's of the three sports stations in Starkville it's my favorite by far Sokoloff's number one in the market
0: all right he's <laughs> he owns the market down there
1: yeah I okay. you know I once spent a Thanksgiving day in Starkville Mississippi oh is that right yeah Mississippi State Mississippi play everything yeah. I was doing Thursday night football with Lee Corso and I was in Starkville and had turkey with Kirk and Lee it was one of my worst Thanksgiving's of all time <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I did not see John Sokoloff
0: <laughs> why was it one of the worst it
1: was so depressing
0: you, Lee Corso, and Kirk Herbstreit well, in Turkey together. No, it was, it was a crew of
1: sixty people uh, in Stark Vegas. It was not exactly homey.
0: Was somebody rubbing your feet?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no comment. I would have rubbed Herbst.
1: I would have rubbed Herbstreet. <laughs> I mean, it's one thing to watch them on TV. When you're around those baby blues in person, take off your shoes, Kirk. I'm there for you.
0: Oh warm right up. But then
1: the cool, and but Corso was the coolest. He corso would eat dinner he i remember this specifically afterwards i had to go get some advil because i was feeling like good got to the grocery store on thanksgiving night lee corso is coming down the aisle with five gigantic bottles of diet coke on him he goes, <laughs> got to prep for the game and just ran right by me on thanksgiving night you
0: know what everyone's got something everybody's running that on whole crew something. yeah, yeah. Herbie, diet Coke corso, for some people
1: they are an iconic crew and yeah i'll rub their feet i think <laughs> you should too maggie it's The rite of passage,
0: I guess. Hard hard pass for me. Um, Okay, so John Sokolov, who, as we mentioned, sports director in Starkville, had a tweet yesterday that said, breaking news, Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday, like this Friday, and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet, so Lane to Auburn is happening story soon. Okay, that's big news. Yeah. Lane Kiffin, if he, would, if he was going to be, you know, taking this job. Lane Kiffin quote tweets it and says, That's news to me, John, with the emoji of the guy, like, smacking his forehead with his hand, with his palm. Nice sources. Then Lane wasn't done. He then also tweeted a fake press release <laughs> instead, that had, like, a triangle with an exclamation point in the middle, like, hazard or whatever, like... uh This just in. This is like on a printed piece of paper. Breaking news. John Sokolov of WCBI News in Starkville plans to step down as lead anchor and head to WLOX to become their new lead anchor. Sources say WLOX hasn't offered the job to anyone yet, so John to WLOX is happening. Story soon.
1: And everyone knows how much they hate (laughs) WLOX. It's a blood feud. Yeah.
0: I mean, it's like the what the, the Capulets and the uh, Montagues McCoy's
1: and the uh, Hatfields Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) might be more apropos for college football, but anyway,
0: (laughs) whatever. Um,
2: (laughs) Romeo's not college football. Come on. Yeah. Shakespeare, college football.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, of course everyone knows that. Didn't
2: didn't you get a D1 scholarship to Bama at some point?
0: (laughs) Bill Shakespeare, (laughs) Bill Shakespeare, Um,
1: Romeo Dobbs
0: (laughs) 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 is as close as we're going to get.
1: Yeah. Romeo Dobbs,
0: uh, Lane Kiffin, KJ Hamlet. So let me bring up a little bit. (laughs) Bad joke. Thank you. Uh, Let me bring up another uh, Shakespeare line. Doth protest too much?
1: Oh, yeah. Is Lane (laughs)
0: Kiffin trying to go so over the top by, no, 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 I'm not taking the job because he's really not taking the job or because he got scooped?
1: Well, the way college football works is pretty much (laughs) (laughs) guaranteed. Just fire up that little jet. I think he could use a propeller plane to get from (laughs) Oxford to Auburn because it's happening, right? It makes a lot of sense. We've been debating, okay, say it is happening, real debate here. Is that the kind of upgrade you would make to leave Ole Miss, a program you've had some success at, to go to Auburn? Or is it more lateral?
0: No, I think, well, he some things that Lane has said, right, in the past publicly is, like, he said, like, the real money is, like, seven schools that have, like, the super money. Mm. And then everyone else is kind of, like, not the, the rest.
1: I haven't heard that, but to that like makes sense. like, different tiers. I yeah. remember he had
0: said that once. And he kind of intimated that Ole Miss was not one of those yeah. lucky seven.
1: Yeah, Ole Miss is not going to win a title. It doesn't feel like they're ever going to be in that conversation because we've never seen, or haven't recently seen them in that conversation.
0: Right. But is Auburn in that seven? But Ar- I think so. Yeah.
1: So uh, Auburn won.
0: I, I think they are, but that's what he said. He was not saying that in in regards to Auburn, but I think Auburn is maybe a better shot to be in that top seven.
1: Hmm. I mean, Auburn won, obviously, Yeah. with Cam Newton, and then they made a title game another year with Gus Malzahn. So they can get to that level. It does feel like a more elite program. I mean, yeah. o- obviously history wise too, there's a little ah, it's hard Do to say. Do you think
0: this is gonna happen on Friday though? Do you think that John Sokolov has it to the day or now that this is out, maybe they postpone it a little bit? But you I don't know what you really can't postpone because I think the early recruiting window, the, the transfer portal, I think opens pretty soon. And there's early recruiting that happens, I believe, on like December fifth. Like this is this is coming up really quick.
1: Are we sure there's no other job that is going to call to Lane?
0: To Lane? Oh, what about Dion Sanders? I thought Dion could have been in play for what Yeah, of these.
1: he's uh, only in
2: play when there's a shocking firing around the SEC.
0: Oh right, because that's what Charles Barkley said. Well,
1: the report there was an, another report from a guy from Two Four Seven Sports and CBS who said Colorado and South Florida. Yeah, there was an interesting tweet for Dion. Yeah, for Dion from Brett McMurphy saying that Dion's Prime Academy and its failure is yeah. a big problem for schools. That was Brett McMurphy's tweet. I'm not saying it's true or not true. Yeah. So maybe schools are a little ca- more cautious on Dion.
0: Well, I mean, but he's not going to be running the academic side.
1: I totally understand. Yeah. Uh, but no, but that was
0: a big failure. I guess
1: prior. in the academic world, that could be a problem with some sides. Yeah, that's a big question. Where do you go from Jackson State? Do you go to Auburn? Uh, do you go to, uh, to Georgia Tech? I don't know. I always thought Lane Kiffin would want to be... Auburn's good, but you're kind of pinned behind Georgia and and Alabama. Alabama. So why not... How about that school in Arizona, Arizona State, something like that, where you can sort of make your own
0: see, get I out west again. I wouldn't do that because there's so much uncertainty right now with the Pac-12. Yeah. You know, I don't know where I'm going to end up. Am I going to be the one who's left without a home? True. You know, is everyone else going to do this musical chairs thing again? And I'm and, and I think
2: when you coach in the SEC and you see 100,000 rabid fans at every single home game, and then you go to ASU and there's like 40,000 yeah. fans kind of sort of hanging out, it's a it's a much different monster.
1: I try to find an angle where Lane Kiffin can get an easier path to the national title. <laughs> well, I just feel like Auburn's going to be tough.
0: He already to... had a shot at USC. That didn't work out.
1: No, no. Uh, USC was not in title mode at that time. Yeah, I just feel like Auburn's going to be tough because you're you got your buddy Nick Saban right there. But then again, he's at Ole Miss now. He's had a lot of success. That makes sense. Yeah. So what, by the way, Dion, I when we heard that report yesterday, Colorado. Yeah. And, and USF. South Florida. Yeah. I think both you and I had similar reactions like, oh, OK, makes sense. But that's a little we expect something big out of Dion, something flashy out of Dion. That is not that.
0: I don't think so. But maybe he sees this as like a slower mm. build. You know, maybe you go to USF and then you go on from there. If your dream job's not open right now.
1: Well, you could assume like you he's
0: going to end up at Florida State. Right. At some point, don't all roads lead back to Florida State.
1: But he can bring Travis Hunter, a star cornerback, do everything player with who's amazing. By the way, he had a pick six and a and a wide receiver a touchdown this yeah. week. He can bring him with. There's a lot of attractive things that come with Dion for any program, including Auburn. I think you could immediately bring in all sorts of talent with Dion. Something.
0: Completely agree. Uh, we were talking earlier in the show about a couple who, as part of their wedding, had the original people who sang the O'Reilly Auto Parts theme song. Uh, per- uh, like, what do I want to say? They they performed it at the yeah, wedding. Supposedly. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why they'd lie about that. Yeah, It'd be yeah, a, it's really a really awful... Supposedly, we heard it. Yeah, we, we have But do it. we
1: know that those were the original O'Reilly auto parts singers?
0: I mean, you'd have to be a psychopath to lie about that.
2: You'd have to be a
1: psychopath to actually arrange
2: this
0: in the first place. <laughs> you know what? Fair.
2: Well, here's the one thing, right? As I'm listening to the jingle, parts of it definitely sound right on brand, but then there's this part right here in the middle that... Some guy just seems to get a little bit too exuberant and it kind of drowns everybody out.
0: Oh, 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 oh all righty.
2: parts. Ow!
0: Yeah, but you know, like if they were in a studio, they could, you know, monitor the levels. This is like at a wedding.
2: <laughs> Maybe too many Mai Tais. Uh,
0: let's go to Chris. He's in Texas. Chris, how are you?
2: All
3: right. You Be better th- if Cowboys stomp the Giants Thursday.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's trending that way with a nine and a half point spread. Chris, what do, what well, do you have well, on they theme them songs? I beat forty. <laughs> well, you're not going to beat everyone by forty every week. Just the Vikings. Um What do yeah. you think about theme songs?
3: Oh, uh, Six Million Dollar Man.
0: I don't know that one.
1: All I know is when he runs, it goes.
3: "Well, you're young.
0: Thank
2: you. Right? We could build them stronger, faster. What's the song? You
0: watch Six Million Dollar Man? Yeah.
2: What's the song like?
0: Yeah.
3: It was more of a narration.
0: Chris, Chris, can you sing Uh, it for us a little bit?
3: uh, We can build him back stronger, faster,
0: bigger. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to have to take your word for it. I'm sorry. I don't know the $6 million man.
3: And on the uh, coaches, there's no way I'd take the greatest cheater of all time over anybody.
1: Oh. Why? Why would you want your coach to cheat?
3: <laughs> because Belichick is a confirmed cheater.
1: Yeah, I oh, know. Oh,
3: he definitely is. And, I, and as much as I despise your Eagles, yeah. I, was ho- I wanted them to beat the, beat the dang rats both times they played them.
0: Wait, Chris, if you could start a franchise with any coach, would you pick Mike McCarthy?
3: Yeah. No. <laughs> Sean Payton.
0: There you go. We have our answer. Chris, appreciate you calling in. Knew yeah, that was going to happen.
1: You kind of set him up with that.
0: Well, I you're going to say
1: if you could, if you could pick any coach of all time, who would it be? It well, probably would have said he was talking tough
0: about your Eagles, you know, saying that, uh, you know, Dallas is going to kill the Giants, which is probably true.
1: Yeah. It's funny. When we were debating which coach we hired, the Belichick cheating allegations did not enter our conversation once.
0: No, I only use them selectively to make my points at certain moments, uh-huh. <laughs> which is, listen, if he's going to cheat, but you're not going to get a first round draft pick taken away. Then I'm still on board.
1: Wait, how did Belichick cheat? Spygate? Are we talking about Spygate? Yeah, but that was a disembodied. He's video, still doing it. It's, it's a videotaping procedural mishap. It's not the worst. And even theory. if he
2: wasn't, and wink, wink, whether he was or was not involved in Deflategate, there still was that while he was the coach. Yeah,
1: I believe he had no idea about Deflategate. Also, but even
2: I if he didn't think, know, he was still
0: part of it. Honestly, I don't think that sticks to Belichick at all because Belichick basically came out and was like, ask Tom. I don't know anything. Remember being like, wait, what? Did he just
2: do that? If you win, even though you don't know about it and you're not partaking in it, but if you're winning because somebody else is cheating, right, like you look at the Astros, everybody who was on the Astros falls under that purview, whether you were actually banging a drum or taking hints or not. So I feel like he just... It's not on him, No, but, but it's, it's part of his resume. It would
0: not be a defense in court, right? Ignorance is not a defense. Correct. But Especially when you're the head coach. I don't think, defla- think uh, deflate gate falls on Belgium. Yeah, but
1: I don't think the managers of PED guys necessarily take the blame for the PED guys.
0: No, but they benefit off of it a lot. Like guys who got into the Hall of Fame.
1: Tony La Russa, I'm sorry, is not taking a ton of heat for all the PED guys he's had. Oh
0: my God, Bobby Cox, Joe Torre, all these guys, yeah.
1: I'm, yeah, I don't think that's really last. Joe Torre a... Is he a VP of AMLB for now 15 years?
0: Yeah, I mean, Bobby Cox is in the Hall of Fame. I mean, none of these guys, none of that is stuck with them at all because they're not, like, injecting the dudes with the whatever.
1: But you're so right about Belichick. The way he handled that first post-deflate gay press conference, he he had no idea. He was, like,
0: direct all questions to Thomas Edward Brady. I don't know jack. (laughs) Yeah,
1: he's not that good of an actor. He really did not know. In fact, he was so befuddled. He said, are they really asking me if there's air out of the football?
0: Uh, Speaking of coaches, one is on a big media tour lately. What does that mean? He's trying to get into the good graces, but who? Uh, We'll dissect that in just a moment. Welcome back to Maggie Proloff. Get to Justin Fields in just a moment. It's a big mystery around his shoulder. I can't believe you guys did not think that I would have seen Avatar just because I didn't see the Marvel stuff. The Avatar was like that was like an event. Like you had to wear glasses in the movie theater. Yeah,
1: but it's it's hardcore science fiction.
0: Yeah, but it was it was like a big deal to me because of the glasses. I think it was like the movie going experience.
1: Right. See, I, I think Avatar is like kind of like in the Lord of the Rings, Star Wars realm. And well, you...
0: they're making another one. They ran the yeah. uh, the trailer for it last night at halftime of the Monday Night Football game. I found out today it's going to be three hours and 12 minutes.
2: Yeah, and that's just the first one. They have yeah. two more coming out.
1: And they already shot, right? They shot them all simultaneously, didn't they? they... I mean...
0: Th- shot? It isn't it all made on a computer? What are they shooting?
2: I mean, they still have to, you know, CGI the, the actors and whatnot. Not for long. The, the reality is, like... The movie came out it was the highest grossing movie of all time like over a decade ago like what took so long like marvel makes a new
0: movie like every five minutes james cameron was waiting out for more money apparently smart for him
1: hey they started production on this long long time ago he's been doing all sorts of weird computer stuff so i saw the trailer in the movie theater seems to me like the same exact movie like i did notice no distinction from the avatar trailer from, it seems like they're rehashing Avatar. Yeah, why while.
0: would they change? It's been 10 years. Nobody remembers the first what's one. A point of
1: a, what's the point of a sequel
2: that has no different plot? Yet? Isn't that what <laughs> well, a sequel is? It's just basically rehashing the stuff yeah. that people like from the first one and then just kind of repackaging it?
0: Yeah, in a little bit of a different form. So that was the one movie news. Avatar is going to be three hours and 12 minutes. Ugh. And then the second one is the next Indiana Jones is going to be coming out. And they're doing that thing to Harrison Ford that they did to
1: De Niro to and, De the, Niro Irishman, and yeah. the
0: Irishman where they're going to de-age him.
1: The whole movie or just part of it?
0: I think just part of it, like the beginning part, it's going to be Harrison Ford Harrison Ford de-aged. And even he said it was like the creepiest thing.
2: Uh. Listen, if they can make Chris Evans look like a scrawny little kid in Captain America, I don't know if you ever saw it, Maggie. Definitely not. But there they made him the- look, they basically made him look like No, me? I get it. <laughs> They made him look like me.
0: I know. I've seen it. I've seen the meme online. Yeah.
2: yeah. So, like, if they can do that. It d- to me, for it didn't you. really
1: work that well, by the and way. And neither
0: did the Irishman. That didn't no, Irishman, work at all. That
1: was a huge mistake on their part. Massive
0: that. bust of a movie, surprised by Scorsese too. So
1: I do like one thing about this Indiana Jones. and I don't know much about it, but the last Indy- they tried to make Shia LaBeouf like the star of the Indiana Jones movie.
0: That was a big and made Indiana Jones
1: as Sean Connery, the older guy. That doesn't work. Indy- I don't care as long as Harrison Ford can breathe. He is the star.
0: Sean Connery was in great in the b- last one. The Last Crusade.
1: But Harrison Ford should not have taken on the. Sh- there was another one. Where he Crystal
0: co- skull It was yeah. awful I walked Yeah out of so that
1: Harrison movie. Ford Played the Sean Connery role And Shia LaBeouf Was supposed to be Harrison Ford And did not work Shia yeah. LaBeouf could not carry I think it was probably Miscast a little bit
0: I mean doesn't Shia LaBeouf Seems like he kind of Ruins everything he touches right? Everything Seems like it
2: Transformers
1: uh, too
0: We should get to Justin Fields <laughs> I
1: don't know about tra- tra- Transformers I mean listen, The Transformers Pretty much carry that movie No matter who the actor is Go ahead
0: Yeah I agree with you It's like watching King Kong Who else Who knows who else Was in it Who cares uh, okay, so Justin Fields has an injured shoulder. And that's all we know. Was it dislocated? Maybe. Ian Rappaport said it was. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk said it definitely was not dislocated. Now Matt Eberflus, the head coach for the Chicago Bears, is saying he's day-to-day Perloff, but at the same time did not rule out that he may not play for the rest of the season. Yeah. So we have a wide variety of outcomes here for Justin Fields and his shoulder.
1: Well, I think there's a lot of reason to just to call it a, a day and shut just it down, shut it down because they're not in the playoff hunt anymore. So the only thing they're really playing for is to see Justin Fields develop as a quarterback, which is important. But if there's a risk here, I don't know. It's pretty, pretty tough here. What do you really need him for this Jets game? Also, you're playing for draft position. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a doctor, so I don't know what impact playing will have on his shoulder. But it seems to me like there's no reason you need him.
0: You know, to be honest, I think you've also, you've gotten enough here from Justin Fields to get a sample size that you know he's got a talent. You know that he's got ability. Now, can he throw the ball consistently and have that, like, downfield passing game? Okay, you know, maybe still have to work on that. They should get him some better receivers also. That part of it is still a little TBD. But in terms of can Justin Fields play at this level, can he be effective, he's basically one of the most exciting quarterbacks in the league right now. I think you've got enough of a sample size to know that Justin Fields is not a bust.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, his his rushing numbers over the last six weeks yeah, they're are amazing. historic.
0: But not sustainable.
1: Yeah, because of the contact. Yeah. You know, I wish, if I was the Bears, I would want that Chase Claypool trade back immediately. That made no sense.
0: Well, you have him for next year. Apparently, yeah. it's a very sophisticated route tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like, you know, they should be in a full tank mode right now and get a superstar wide receiver, draft Quentin Johnson out of TCU, somebody really good, or maybe go line. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of exciting potential, but there's nothing there for me this year with the Bears. Is there any reason to win the rest of the season?
0: No, and again, you've seen what you need to, I think, from Fields. Is the backup Nick Foles? Who's the backup? I think Trevor Sibian. Oh, right. I, I'm, for, I'll
1: double-check that, but I thought it was Trevor Sibian. For all
0: my backup quarterback questions, I always go to Pearl Off. Let's go to Rich in Chicago. Rich, you got about 30 seconds, bud. Sorry we didn't leave you a lot of time. What's up?
4: That's okay, I'll go fast, uh, as I mentioned yesterday about injuries yep are are really determining the outcome of a lot of these games, especially this week. Here's be to look at really close. The uh commanders are going to be playing the Falcons without Pitts. Yep. Pitts is out for the year uh so that should be a route, and they're only a four point favorite uh The jets are going to play without fields, as I mentioned yesterday that yep. I can guarantee that one. And um, there's one other here. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, here it is. Here, the, the Giants, as you know, are depleted. But believe it or not, 57. I looked this up. 57% of the betting public has bet on the Giants. How? Really? 57.
1: Well, I guess that's a okay. lot of points. But I was saying to Maggie, how is this game even close with all the injuries the Giants have?
4: I don't. I don't get it. but the public, as you know, bets wrong. And the and the last thing I'll tell you, real quick, the biggest lopsided money bet is 74% of the money in Vegas is on Tampa Bay against the Browns.
0: Interesting. All right, so maybe we're fading the public here. Rich, thank you as always. Appreciate it. Rich did call us yesterday to tell us he did not think Justin Fields was going to be playing this week. He said it.
1: Yeah, no, he was right. And the right. betting
0: market is, uh, is reflecting that.
1: I feel really good about the Cowboys just – Wamping the Giants. On well, Thursday. when the public
0: money's coming in on one team, you generally want to go the. Opposite. I, okay,
1: well, it's fifty-seven percent now, but it's been nothing but bad news all day long for the. Gi- it feels like there's a bad headline about the Giants coming out Thursday games, Maggie. I mean, I think we're confused because it's Thanksgiving it's a Thursday night game,
0: and that's always bad. Thank you to Mike Samter. Thank you, Jack Stern. Appreciate everyone on the phones today. You guys were excellent. We will be back tomorrow. We are on tomorrow, and we're going to be helping you get set for Thanksgiving and a whole big day of football.